Last time on Queer Dungeoneers. The party caught their breath after a spectacular confrontation and had some time to chill. Patsy learnt shocking news about the nature of his existence. Cremora established a temporary safe house for lost souls. Nime built a memorial to her ancient arch nemesis. And Jolene nearly died. A hop, skip, and a jump later, our adventurers appeared in the chamber of the messenger in Molten Gorge. Uninvited, of course. You're surrounded by people who are all looking bewildered. Uh-oh. Right, yes, I probably should have seen this one coming. Okay, before we're arrested... Um... Halt! Under the authority of Molten Gorge! A guard comes forward. Oh, um, fuck. They're holding a little baggie with some lich dust in it, and they've got a magnifying glass in one hand. Uh, everyone seems to have been taking clues and writing notes, trying to work out what had just happened in this room. Well, several days ago now, but they're still trying to investigate and work out why their beloved messenger just kind of exploded. And now they're all looking at you. Uh, right. So the entity that... We all thought of as the messenger was actually an agent of death, the entity that, you know, does death as a thing. And death had a plan to bring part of the Hall of the Gods into the realm of mortal folk. And we stopped that plan. And unfortunately, that sort of had some knock on consequences that we're still dealing with. And now there's an ancient eldritch horror whose power enabled the creation of the barrier and the common language. And that's going to crash into Molten Gorge in, uh, what is it, four days, five days? Thereabouts, first of winter. Yeah, so we're going to need to uh, get out of here and stop that. So if you could just sort of let us go, that would be lovely. Plans are already in place for the evacuation of Molten Gorge. Oh, that's good. Now, as for you lot, I would rather think the king would like to meet you. Unfortunately, the king has left already. <laughs> then why even bring it? Why not lead with that? So instead, we will defer to the judgment of the Green Knight. Do I know anything about the Green Knight? What's the Green Knight? None of you know anything about the Green Knight. <laughs> the phrase the Green Knight could not be less familiar okay. to any of you. <laughs> Nim's definitely like frozen up a little. Does being the daughter of foreign nobility give me diplomatic immunity? <laughs> Just checking. Look, honestly, what are your plans if we were to let you go? Well, I performed a ritual that bound the power of that which falls, which uh, is a- What we're going to do is prevent the destruction of Molten Gorge by the entity falling from the sky. I think that the people in the room just start laughing, and one of them shuffles off and says, I'm going to go get the Green Knight. Well, you know, if you're planning to stick around here and try and stop that which falls, then that's pretty much the same as what would happen if we would throw you in prison. You know, we're already going to free all the prisoners and, uh, and let them try and deal with the problem. That's wildly fucked up, but okay. That's what this place is! Everything's fucked up here! They're just prisoners. It was the, the king's last order before he left. <sighs> you have three seconds. Before I punch him in the face. Okay, thanks for the warning. And he walks away. <laughs> Julian leans over to Cromara and says, Don't tell them you have the same power. I'm sorry. I'm. It's, uh, it's important to cite your sources. I Not this kind of source. 
Kamara, everyone here who has an iota of power will try and use that against you to get it for themselves. Yes, well, as soon as this is done, it's going away, so they can fuck off, frankly. I think after a few minutes of just talking amongst yourselves, the door opens again, and you hear hushed muttering, The Green Knight! And in walks a knight in a perfect suit of green armor, heavy green armor from tip to toe. And they walk in, their armor clanging, and they talk in almost like a double timber, two voices together. And one is kind of more sibilant than the other, and they say, Who is it that is brought before our judgment? Ah, for fuck's sake. Sake. Oh, I should have known. <laughs> I knew it! I knew it! <laughs> Hello, Cassandra. How are you? And Fern, I hope you're doing well. They flip up their visor, and yes, it is the face of Cassandra. And then wriggling out next to their face is Vern. You all again. Well, it's nice to see you too. You know, every time we see you, your aura is more complicated. So what have you been up to? Killing more gods? Well, I mean... Uh, yes, actually. For fuck's sake. Look, this time it was death, so you aren't affected this time. I'm sorry, did you just say that I'm not affected by you killing death, which is responsible for the place I'll go when I die? Oh no, we've taken care of that already. Yes, we have an interim solution to that problem. I'm working on a longer term one. Also, did you miss the bit where Death is the one who killed the Night Court? No, you killed the Night Court. No, Death killed the Night Court. Death ate them. Well, we don't care about the Night Court anymore anyways. We get our power from ourselves now. Hey, good on you. That's beautiful. I'm so proud of you both. We draw our power from ourselves and our mutual understanding. It's romancy. <laughs> without the romance. So it's maybe a romancy? A romancy! Cremora's eye twitches. <laughs> <laughs> so well, what are you doing in Molten Gorge? Our senses drew us this way. We pieced together everything that we'd been a part of and realised that something is coming for Molten Gorge. That would be correct, yes. So we've been leading an evacuation effort. We have cleared out most of the city by now. We will leave a basic defence force to try and recoup what they can. You mean the prisoners? Yes, the prisoners. Real moral over here. It shouldn't surprise me that you would all become involved in this. What is your business with this? What do you know that we do not? <sighs> Well, we know that it is an ancient creature of immense power, which, when it falls, its power is, has been historically harnessed by various entities. We know that its fall would probably end in the destruction of the world. I hear from my guards that you plan to stop its fall. That is the plan. How do you plan to do such a thing? Well, as far as we understand, to stop it destroying the world, you have to harness the power. You have to use it. Which is one heck of an ultimatum! What are you going to do with the power? No fucking clue, Cassandra! I think Vern and Cassandra look at each other. Well, there's only one thing to do. Yes, 
Use the power to stamp out all evil. Um, Cassandra, Vern, I cannot begin to tell you how bad an idea that is. I mean, what does that even look like? I mean, moral relativism, <laughs> Cassandra. You'll just kill everyone. What makes someone evil? Our sword tells us who is good and who is evil. Well, by what metric does it measure it? It resonates our will back to us. It tells us truths. That means you're deciding who's good and evil. That's no different. Our will is unwavering. Oh, Jesus Christ. Doing this would be just the same as letting it fall and destroying everything. You can't do that. Well, what do you suggest? I had thought that we could use the power to try and make sure that it doesn't come back again. Ooh. Permanent end to the problem. Like a second barrier before the sky. I think that Baramos chimes off again from the orb. Hey, I've been here the whole time. Oh my god. Uh, If I can just interject on that plan there. (laughs) So, interesting idea. I don't love it, I'm gonna be honest. Why? Well... We're kind of all made of that power that falls, right? If we stop the power from falling, then eventually there'll just kind of be nothing down here. Oh. (sighs) I suppose. Yes, that's right. The whole where the toilet of the universe thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had forgotten about that. Kind of like emptying the bowl, isn't it? So, okay, other plan. I don't know, can we just make everything a bit better? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, um... I mean, I like it because everything would be better. It lacks specificity. <laughs> I I had a weird idea. Because Baramos actually asked me this a long time ago. I didn't know what it meant then. I do now. Um, People can do what they want as long as it doesn't hurt other people. I haven't thought this through, but that was my idea. Um, Jolene, Patsy, do you have any suggestions to bring to the forum? Well, I was going to make the world round. What? You know, seeing as it's apparently flat Yeah, well, it's definitely flat Well, we can make it as it should be, which is round But if we do that, does the power that fall Not fall on the world and it just sort of slides off? I mean, this seems to have a multitude of problems So, okay, so when you say the world Is that going to be the land of the mortal folk Or the land of the mortal folk and the halls of the gods? Also, if it's round, what stops it just flushing away with every... The, the, I mean, what's underneath us if we're the bottom? And what about the people on the bottom that just fall off? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. The world can't be round. Don't be ridiculous. You need to completely rewrite all of reality. What's the advantage, Jolene? What's the advantage? There is no advantage. <laughs> and that's the point. There is no point to it being round. It's brilliant, Jolene. <laughs> no one benefits from it. We're not using the power to advance anyone's agenda. What about our agenda? You, your agenda is bad. Your agenda is genocide. My sword told me my agenda is good. That's because it's reflecting your own beliefs back at you. Patsy, what do you think we should do? You're the sensible one. Um... Everyone turns to Patsy. <laughs> um, hmm. We could make it that souls don't degrade. Oh, we could just use the power to set up the new ghost zone. This is true. Yeah, yeah. Th- that idea is much better. Does that fundamentally create a third 
plane of existence. Like, we got the halls of the gods, the realm of the mortal folk, and then the zone of the ghosts. There's like a ring of unused space between our flat world and the halls of the gods, right? Why don't we just make the ring into the zone of ghost? Intriguing. Okay, maybe we workshop this. I mean, we got five days to figure out how to channel infinite power into something that's constructive for everyone living and dead and uh, on all planes. I do like the zone of ghosts idea. So the next order of business, how are you going to defeat the damn thing? Well, we have something of equal power. What? Do you? Yeah, Grimora. I... No. (laughs) No. As flattering as that is, Jolene, that's... No. (laughs) It's like saying a bucket you've left outside in a storm is equal to a storm. No. I mean, do we have to defeat it? You have to be able to claim the power, right? How do you claim the power, then? Well, traditionally, a god has fought it to death. Great. Yeah, they enter a big brawl with it, and they have to destroy it. And then their core is the power itself. Wait, 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 wait. The core? Something inside it? Yes. Why don't we just go inside it? I think Baramos smirks. I think that just might work. Oh, no. I don't trust that face. What? What's not trustworthy about this face? Look, I've heard some murmurings that you don't want this thing to fall on Molten Gorge and destroy it. That's going to be pretty challenging to prevent. You mean, even if we stop it, Molten Gorge will still be destroyed? I mean, it's going to hit the ground at a considerable force, and then you're going to try and get it in its mouth, right? Okay, but that presents another problem. There are people in the city who are not being evacuated. Oh, no. Nah, just kidding, I couldn't get less. Mortal things. The king just can't be like, okay, prisoners, go stop the sky demon. Do you have a way to get up to it before it hits the ground and maybe stop it? No. Wait a minute. I'll be back in two seconds and I run outside and fly up into the sky and see if I can see a dragon. What's your method for searching for a dragon? I'm just going to fly up high and see if I can see a dragon perching on one of the mountains. Uh, Roll discern realities. (laughs) What here is useful or valuable to me? So let's describe Molten Gorge quickly, because this is the first time we've been out (gasps) into it. So Molten Gorge is basically a city that's situated in the middle of a ring of volcanoes. And in the very center of that ring is the Obsidian Palace, where the king lives. And basically, it's a very industrial city. They use the magma and lava from the volcanoes to produce a lot of things, harness a lot of energy. Molten Gorge is the capital of Concordia but they're kind of quite insular. Like, Concordia is a small kingdom, but Molten Gorge is kind of unofficially its own city-state within Concordia. It's very industrial, it's pretty grimy, and it's very, very difficult to leave because the monarchy is very heavy-handed and everyone's basically there to work and produce and follow the rules. It's capitalism. It's a thinly-veiled metaphor for capitalism. And anyone who steps out of line is thrown in prison. So that's what it looks like. Aspects of it are very different from what you remember at the moment because you can see just trails and trails of people leaving. You can see it's taking a long time for people to be able to get out because it is a treacherous road out of the city. 
it was never meant for an evacuation. It's made to keep people in. So you can tell it seems like they've been at this for some time, getting the people out, and they've still got, honestly, a ways to go. In terms of what's useful or valuable to you, you know, you have a bit of an animal brain, and you're looking and you're like, well, if I was a dragon, I'd probably like those volcanoes. Dragons aren't dissimilar to cats in a lot of ways, so you kind of spy the highest peak and wonder if that could be a good lead to follow when you're ready. What here is not what it appears to be. There's sort of a central area, sort of towards where the palace is, where there's a lot of activity, and at first you think as part of the evacuation effort, but soon you realise that There are prisoners being organized into this area, essentially, and kind of being let loose, but they're not really free yet, and they're not free in general, because when they are set free, it's going to be basically to their deaths. This is substantial, and you'd never really gotten a feel for just how large the prison population of Molten Gorge was until you see how much of the city they seem to comprise. It's kind of breathtaking in an awful way. And what should I be on the lookout for? You can't help but wonder in the back of your mind whether your parents have been evacuated yet, and you do have their address. Molten Gorge is a pretty methodically laid out place, and you don't think it would be hard to find a particular street and a particular street number if you were interested in saying hi. (laughs) I'm going to shelve the impulse to just go check right away and go back to my friends. Hey, so remember the dragon? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. We could feasibly get to the space lobster before it hits, if we could enlist the help of the dragon. But doesn't the dragon also want it? I think the dragon just wants to feed. Mm. It said it was born from this power, so, I mean, we may be looking at more than one dragon popping up here. That's true. <sighs> okay, we have a lot to think about. And um, there is one other thing. All the prisoners are, like, in the center of the city. They're, like, bringing them all up, putting them in chains and pens, and none of them are free yet, but I assume in a couple of days they'll just, like, cut the cord and let them run, but they've not got to have enough time to get out. It's it's awful. I think it's okay. This is Cassandra. They have fallen ill of the law. Who asked you? If it was up to you, they would all be dead. This is why we're not letting you use the power. Vern, do you really believe this? It's what the sword says. You just gotta listen to another, like, piece of armory? It's us! Oh, it's true, it is you. You know your brother broke the law, right? Yeah, but he was a shitback. So you'd really be happy with him dying with all the other criminals if this thing falls? Um... Where is he? Can I see the orb? Um, Jolene steps forward and holds out the boomerang inertia ball. I-, I think Cassandra takes it and they both inspect it. Isn't this the orb that you were talking to the demon in? What can I say? Signana's a little bit of a shitbag. Wasn't the orb metal before? We moved him. Can you please roll Defy Danger Charisma? This is the morally wrong thing to do. (laughs) I got a four. (laughs) I think they're holding the orb and it starts going, Oh, 
Yes, I am Signana Kakulkos. Okay, no, I can't take this anymore. Thank you. <laughs> no, this is worse. This is so much worse. Cassandra throws it to the ground and it hits her in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Do you mock us? No, Julian's just trying to be nice, both to you and to me. Signana's soul was destroyed. Why? Destroyed by... He died, okay? But he'd already died. What do you mean? No, he's gone. Forever. Who did this? I did. Nime, you little shitbag! Nime, why? Why do you hate me? I don't hate you, Van. Why do you hate me? I don't. Everywhere I go, <laughs> you ruin it. I know. I was just a snake three months ago. I wish I was just a snake again sometimes. Yeah. I feel you. Why do these things keep happening? Cassandra kind of looks down at Vern. Because of the evil in the world, don't you see it? We've had so much trouble seeing what these people are, but at the very least, Nime is evil through and through. Hey, you stop that. No, it's true. Vern, I'm not going to try and argue with Cassandra. I've done a lot of things that have hurt you specifically. I didn't mean for them to, but that doesn't change the fact that they did. And I am sorry, but I don't expect you to forgive me. Know that all the things I did were because something, someone greater with more power was trying to use it to hurt people. If you're looking for an evil, that's what I think it is. It's when people use their power to deliberately hurt other people. And I don't know what that makes me, because I have a lot of power now, and I've hurt you. I am sorry, and I miss him. I think Vern just burrows away back into the suit of armor. And Cassandra draws her sword. Nime the druid, you will pay in blood. Cassandra. No, Cremora. So be it. No, 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 no. She begins to draw a ring around the two of you with her sword. But as she touches it to the ground... Nothing is happening. Why isn't this working? Fern, Fern, focus. Fern? Fern! <laughs> and Fern slithers out from underneath, like, just, like, the joint between, like, the leg of the armor and the boot. Fern wriggles out and just slides off. No, Fern, get back here! Fern, we need to do the magic! Fern's not a snake's pants! <laughs> <laughs> you... You took my magic again. No, that was all you. No. <sighs> Cassandra, I'm sorry to you too. You don't need other people to get your power. If Fern doesn't want to, Fern doesn't have to. But we, we were working. We were so strong. I could tell what was right and what was wrong. And Or were you just telling Fern what to do? No. No, we were, we were a team. Really? Because one of you is a snake. 
That doesn't sound like a lot of autonomy there. Cassandra, you heard them. They've been sapient for three months. How old are you? X. And in those X years, how much experience have you had? Of the world? Of what's right, what's wrong? Well, I was born in a small village. I picked up an early religion, worshipping the local god of lower garments. Right, okay, so you don't see a disparity there between three months of existence and you don't understand how that might not be an entirely equal partnership. They're a child. So I guess when I see through the sword with them, I'm seeing through a child's eyes. Is that what you think? No, I think you're seeing through your own eyes, which is infinitely more dangerous. Just, I don't know what to trust. Everything is so complicated. Like you, you four are the worst. Of course we're complicated, we're people. The sword never said you were evil, but everything you do is wrong. Then why don't you feel wrong? I do feel wrong, Cassandra. No, like, with my powers. You're just confusing, all four of you. Cassandra, that's what being a person is. But how can we ever be right? No one's ever 100% right all the time. Not even gods. I mean, the Night Court weren't. And that's why we've done what we've done. Because the gods aren't right, but they act like they are, and they affect people's lives because they can, because they're really powerful, and they think things are right. But they hurt people. I need to go away and think, but... Attention, guards! I hand command of Molten Gorge... To these four. What? Well, at least I won't have to be the one being wrong. You go and make the mistakes for me. Oh, that's such an emotion. I, oh, I thought you were really making a breakthrough, but no, that's... No, we can work with that. That's fine. Congratulations on your newfound freedom from responsibility. Fuck off while we solve all your problems for you. Good day. Wait, I wish to try halfling, more halfling pipe weed. Do any of you have any? I look at Patsy and Jolie. <laughs> if we give some to you, will you go away? I'm already gonna go, yes. <laughs> are, are you a god? You have to tell me if you're a god. That's part of the rules. If you're a god and you don't tell us, it's entrapment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a god. There are no gods, I think. Well, they are, factually. No, they definitely, provably are. You used to get powers from some of them. But I don't know if I believe in them. That's the spirit! <laughs> Glad to have you on side. And she takes some dank weed off of you and she leaves. <laughs> Cassandra? What? Look after Fern, okay? I don't know where they are. We'll find them. They love you, obviously. Maybe. Just let them be a kid. Be complicated. Wait, am I a mum now? Cassandra, I... you've been a mum ever since you took them under your wing. We were co-workers. They're three months old! I can't emphasize this enough! Fern is going to need so much therapy. I oh. know! <laughs> oh my god, I just got rid of my responsibilities and now I'm a mum! <laughs> <laughs> you've been a mum and you've been doing well. Relatively speaking, look, just... Take your newfound understanding of moral relativism and try not to fuck up another person, okay? Just do your best. There are lots of books about parenting that you can read. No thanks, no more books. I'm not turning to the wisdom of others anymore. 
and she leaves. Okay, that's fine. (laughs) I definitely feel complicated about lecturing Cassandra on on responsibility and stuff, given everything, but, uh... What do you command, our lords? Oh, boy. Thanks for listening. Shout out to our newest patrons, Aubrey and Darren, as well as to Aiden for supporting us on Kofi. High five. Stick around to the end for a quick message from Ursula about another actual play podcast you should get your ears around. Till next time. Bye. everyone just dropping in to tell you about a mini series i was part of over on the beholders i feed it's a sci-fi horror called the abyss stares back using impulse drive which is another powered by the apocalypse system and honestly it was so much fun to play and record the beholders i folks are just such a blast to hang out with all 10 episodes are available to listen to right now so if you want to hear more of me being a goofball and rolling dice please go and check it out bye Catastrophe on a prison mining moon. There is a strange energy field that suddenly explodes out from the planet's surface. A ship lost in dangerous space. The Drinwin tumbles wildly through space. Four survivors. Currently on the ship are Bastion. That's why they call me Gunner Bastion. Barbara. You guys, shit is going down, and we have to get out of here now. Hugo. We were safe before, and you ruined that, didn't you? And Magpie. I I don't know. I've never used this before. Uh, what's happening? Chilling thrills. Uh, 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 blank face people on the ship. Uh, blank face people. You saw them before. On the ship. They tried to kill you. Remember? Yes. Conflict. You're the only person here who was in any position of authority on that moon. And now it's space dust. And we are floating out here with no FTL fuel. Do you think I don't know that? Tension breaking comedy. This seems like a bad uh, situation for you then. I think I did the worst I could here. I'm the Abyss. Bye. All of this and more awaits on The Abyss Stares Back. Oh, Jesus Christ! I mean, no. Oh...
You can say Jesus Christ in this podcast. <laughs> it's fine. It doesn't make any sense canonically, Sammy. Oh, Joseph. <laughs> oh, Joseph Dwayne. We had Jesus Christ as a villain in the first episode. <laughs> Wait, did we? Yeah, we did. It's Joseph's Joseph facility. Who turned water into wine. Oh. <laughs> God, that's a throwback.